Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My next guest goes out among people that do not know the Messiah and he carries such a strong presence of God that people that do not know the Messiah feel, actually feel the presence of God. They get physically healed. These are people that do not know the Messiah. They get physically healed and then they want to know who the healer is and come to know the Messiah. Now he says, his greatest desire is to equip you to do everything he can and even greater. Are you interested? Oh, yeah. Robbie Dawkins had a life defining moment at nine. And I believe it could very well be a life defining moment for you. At, you see, his parents were pastors, and they had a heart for the young kids that were drug addicts, and, and they brought a young man in that had nowhere to go. But guess where they put him? In your bedroom. That's right. Tell me about Right it. beside <laughs> me in my bedroom. And I don't recommend that necessarily, but yeah, my dad just had a huge heart just for people, and so he went out one night and he found this young man who was a heroin addict. and. I'd run away from home. His dad was beating him every day, and it was just a horrible situation. I brought him home and was helping him get off drugs. Back then, there was less programs for people like that, and so he was helping him get off drugs, and he was really sick in, in a really bad way. I mean, really every day going through DTs, detoxing, you know, in the system. And um, so it was about the third day, and I was seeing, I literally would see my dad have to hold this guy down even from hurting himself, you know? And, um, about the third day, I woke up and he was he had his arm up on the window seal. I had a really high window seal in my bedroom. He's looking out in the backyard and and his back was faced to me. And I jumped back when I woke up and I saw him and I said, "Hey," I said, "Are, are you okay?" And he turned and he looked at me. And when he turned and looked at me, I just saw tears streaming down his face and uh, tears all over his T-shirt. And I said, "Are you all right?" And he said, "He said, Robbie. He goes this morning. He goes, I woke up and I was really sick." And he said, uh, going through the withdrawals, and he said, and Jesus was standing at the end of my bed after I had said, God, who would want somebody like me? Who would want me? You know, I'm, I'm messed up. I'm, you know, so sick and so, you know, my, I've done so many horrible things. And then Jesus standing at the end of the bed said, I'll take you. 
And he got up out of his bed and he ran to him and Jesus just wrapped his arms around him and just began to rock him. And his father would beat him every day and tell, say these horrible things about him. And he just began, Jesus began to whisper in his ear all these things he never heard his father say about him, affirming things, encouraging things, loving things. And with that, he, he, uh, you know, he, he just said he totally took away all the addiction. He took away all the shame of all the horrible things that he had been doing, you know. And just in that instant, just took it all away. And he said, he just took everything away, Robbie. And I got up and I ran to my parents' bedroom and I sort of burst in the room. And it was early in the morning and it woke my parents up and it startled my dad. And he thought, and he jumped up and he said, what did he do? You know, he thought he had hurt me or that something had scared me. And I... I I, mean, nine years old. Yeah, nine. And I looked at him and I, I told them what I saw. And through tears, I was crying by this time. And I looked at my parents and I said, that's what I want to see the rest of my life. I want to see Jesus do that in people's lives. I want to see Jesus change people like that. And I've been addicted to that ever since. I, I, wa- I want you to have a heart like that. We have a world of people that are falling apart at the seams. So Robbie understands this. He becomes a youth pastor uh, and he starts praying for people. The only problem is they start getting worse, not better. <laughs> really? That's true. Every, I mean, I, there was a running joke at the church that they said, don't get Dawkins to pray for you. He can turn paper cuts into cancer. I mean, that's how bad. It was like people who, if I prayed for you, you got worse, things got worse. Nobody ever got better. I mean, not even, not even the slightest, you know, easement of condition. Nobody got better. Okay, with that in mind, he gets a phone call, and there's a woman on the other end of the line, and what does she say? Well, she calls and she says, you know, I need somebody to do something for my father. She says he's going in for his third heart bypass surgery. He's in really bad condition. She said, my mom and I had to talk the doctors into doing the surgery. They didn't want to do it because he's in such bad shape. And she said, you know, there's not much hope here. And she goes, I need somebody to burn a candle, rub some beads, whatever you guys do. She goes, I need somebody to do that. You know, at this church, we don't really burn candles or rub beads. I said, but I can pray for him. And of course... In my mind, I'm thinking, this poor lady, <laughs> she got the wrong guy on the phone right now, you know? And so I started, I, started, I started praying, and I was just like, Lord, thank you for this day. And I was just doing what I call a one, two, three prayer. There was, there was, there was, I just wanted to get off the phone. And all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of the prayer, and I'm just saying, Lord, thank you for this day. Be with him. And I even say this. I said, Lord, I pray that they, he's put all his affairs in order. I pray that he has the right insurance. I don't want you praying for me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, I pray that he's, I mean, because I am, I'm doing this guy's eulogy over the phone. I'm digging a hole. I'm burying him. I'm shoving him in the ground. He's dead as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, and so in the midst of this, all of a sudden, I just heard, I heard the Holy Spirit just speak to me. And I just heard him say, uh, get out on a limb. And I was like, get out on a limb. That's weird. I said, I don't like heights. I don't like, what does that mean? I don't don't want to get out on a limb. And then he spoke to me and said, take a risk. And I had never heard anybody say that phrase in relationship to prayer or faith or anything. I didn't know what that meant. And then he said, open your mouth and I'll fill it. And that comes from the Psalms. All of a sudden it occurred to me, he was saying, I want you to say something you normally wouldn't say. Open your mouth, go to say something you normally wouldn't say. And so I just just said, you know, God's about about to. to. And I didn't know what I was going to say next. 
I had no idea what I was going to say next. And it just kind of flew out of my mouth. Completely heal your father. I said, a matter of fact, God's going to give your father a brand new heart, and he's going to give him brand new lungs to go with it. Now, she had said nothing about lungs. She had not even mentioned lungs. I'll tell you what, hold that thought. And this is so amazing. When we come back, you're going to hear the punchline. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. If you love watching our It's Supernatural TV program, you can now watch hundreds of archive programs online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on your computer, your smartphone, your iPad, or your favorite tablet. In addition to archive programs, you'll be able to also watch special ministry and mentoring sessions taped at our It's Supernatural Media and Mentoring Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, with the best teachers in the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. You will also be able to enter into the presence of God through anointed worship and special soaking prayer sessions. Just log on to SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. ISN will be the vehicle to equip you to being normal. Normal as defined by the Bible. You will be taught and receive impartation to walk in the supernatural of God like never before. That's SidRoth.org forward slash ISN. We now return to it's supernatural. So, uh, Sid Roth here with Robbie Dawkins. And so, Robbie, it blurts out of you before you get, you had a, a mind bypass. You, you say yes. your father's going to be healed, uh, and, and, and also his lungs are going to be healed. Yes. And she hadn't even mentioned lungs. Uh, after that came out of your mouth, what happened? Well, have you ever heard yourself say something? And as you're hearing yourself saying it, you're like, what did I just say? And I mean, I, I wanted with all my might, all my power to reach out and grab those words before it hit her ear and pull it back and swallow it, destroying any evidence that I had uttered anything so <laughs> stupid in my entire life. And so the first thing I said, now, now wait, wait a minute. I said, you need to know something. I said, I'm no healer. I said, a matter of fact, it's probably a bad thing that I prayed for your dad because nobody I ever pray for gets healed. And I said, I don't know what I'm talking about. You should not listen to the thing I said because I absolutely, I have never prayed for anybody and seen him healed. And she says, but you said God was going to give my dad a new heart. I said, yes, but, and she said, thank you and click. She hung up the phone. When I heard that phone click, my heart dropped to my toes. And I thought, oh, dear God, this is some sort of, you know, expose show on pastors who promise healing that actually kill people. And I just <laughs> fell right into the trap. And I'm, I need to get my resume together. Okay. We're to get sued. A, a few days later, she calls you back. What happens? It wasn't even a few days. It was uh, two hours later. Two hours. She okay. calls back. and The suit is going to start two hours now. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was going into surgery right at that time. Oh, I see. So she calls back two hours later, and all I hear on the other end is, and she couldn't talk, and I I didn't understand. And so I hung up on her. And then she calls back, and she's like, please don't hang up this time. And and I said, I said, and I recognized it was her, and I thought, oh, dear God, I killed her dad. You know, I prayed for him. He's dead. He probably would have at least survived a little bit. And I was, I was serious. I was in panic. And I started immediately apologizing. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm, she said, sorry for what? And I said, your dad died, right? And she goes, no, my dad didn't die. She goes, that's what I'm calling to tell you. 
Now, no one was more surprised to hear that than me. And she goes, no, she goes, this is the thing. She goes, I just talked, I just talked to the doctor. And she goes, when the doctor opened up my dad's chest, she said they couldn't even find any scar tissue from the previous surgery except the scar on the outside of his chest on the skin. She said, and he, she said, here's the thing. He had had a pig valve replacement of his valve and his heart. Mm-hmm. And the doctor said it was completely gone. She said when they opened him up, she said he had the, the heart. The replacement was gone? The replacement was gone. Wow. He had the heart of a 30-year-old man, the doctor said. But then, she, now, wait, wait till you hear this next thing. My dad had had a half lung removed no, because of lung cancer. That. And she goes, when they opened him up and checked, the doctor looked and said, I believe this man has a, a whole lung. And they checked, and he did. He had a whole lung from where he'd had half his lung removed. So when this, this began, something began in Robbie, and he has not been the same since. But the thing that intrigues me the most, Robbie, is I've seen pictures of this. You, you go out on the street, you talk to total non-believers, and they say they feel something. They feel a presence of God. Uh, how did this start, and can others do this? Absolutely. I mean, anybody can do it. And my, my, what I really believe is, is Jesus came to show us not what he could do as a son of God. He was, he was drawing a map of what we could do. He was coming as the second Adam to reinstate what the first Adam gave away. And so going out and, and just, just following what Jesus, so when Jesus said these things you'll do and greater, it's an invitation to come and to do the things Jesus did. Well, that's what happened in the first thing that happened with you after they got healed. They were all non-believers. What happened? That next Sunday, she ended up coming to the church. And I, had, I argued with her on the phone. I said, I won't believe it until I see a doctor's report. And she goes, are you sure you're a pastor? <laughs> and I said, yes, and I'm not a naive pastor. And she did. That next Sunday, she brought, you remember those scroll faxes? She brought a scroll fax of the doctor's report. And it said everything I just shared with you. And I looked at it. I read it. I was blown away. And she brought her mother, her father, who had been healed, her husband, she, they all ended up giving their lives to Christ as a result of that. Every one of them. So let's go back because I am, I am so intrigued with the presence. It's one thing for a believer to say, I feel the presence of God. It's another thing for a non-believer to say, I feel. Tell me about this. Well, you know, what happens is that when God, God is in relentless pursuit of us. He's pursuing us. He's passionate about us. We're not begging him to come. He's right here. He wants to come. And so when we pray for people, they can feel. And we have the authority. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me and I am in you. And so all that authority that he has lives in you. And his power source was the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit lives in you. We have all the ingredients living inside of us that was in him that did all the miracles. It's right here. And so when we release, we have the authority to release the manifest presence of God. Just like Jesus said, you know, peace I give to you, not just any peace, my peace. If somebody gives you something, you can give it away. And so when we encounter and receive the presence of God, we can give that away. We can release that. And so many times I'll just pray for people. And I love especially people who just 
don't believe at all, people who are atheists or don't believe at all, to release to them the manifest presence of God so that they will feel the reality, the tangible presence of Jesus and realize that, that, that he's real and that he's in passionate pursuit of them and then see it happen all the time. You know, it's, it's beyond that. And by the way, when he said see it happen all the time, he means that because the people, but you know, say where, where the presence of God is, all things are possible all things. People are getting healed, coming to know Messiah. Uh, But he told me something uh, when I was having a meal with him about he's on a plane and there is a Jewish woman next to him. And if you thought it was a little funny, this first story, you will, you're going to fall out of your seat even at home on this next story with this Jewish woman. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, a real-life field guide to healing the sick and defeating the works of darkness. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9322. Through Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, you will clearly understand the rewards awaiting you when you take risks and step out in faith. Receive more God-given dreams and visions so you can share them with others to build their faith to believe God for the impossible. Begin to operate in words of knowledge. Be empowered to use God-given power tools to push back the darkness and bring God's light into every situation. Walk step-by-step with Robbie Dawkins as he demonstrates and imparts to you supernatural keys on how to pray effectively for healing and miracles. For people you know and even those who are strangers, learn how your simple acts of faith will become weapons of mass destruction against the kingdom of darkness. This anointed teaching will restore your God-given vision, passion, and boldness to be used to demonstrate God's kingdom like never before. It's time to awaken the spiritual giant that is within you. It's time for you to do what Jesus did. I can't wait for you to read the book and listen to these four CDs and then immediately Start doing what Jesus did. It's time to beat sickness, suffering, and despair, and to step into your divine destiny and purpose. Now is the set time to get Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, a real-life field guide to healing the sick and defeating the works of darkness. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9322. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222. Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9322 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. You know what I love about Robert? Anything he can do, you can do better. He teaches this step by step. And then he immediately takes people on the streets. You know, you talk about it as if that's almost normal. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be normal. That's what we're called to be. But is it with you and the people you're with? You know, I, I believe it is. After we go through the training and then take them out, they see it happen. There's, there's, there's a reality okay, there because I'm God ta- wants I'm, to do it. I'm taking you on an airplane. Uh, you're seated next to a woman. She is Jewish. She does not know the Messiah. Take me from there. Yeah, I, she turns and looks at me, which I get this question a lot. What do you do for a living? 
And not, when I, not when I take a cup of <laughs> sip of water, don't say that. <laughs> she said, uh, what do you do for a living? And so I looked at her and I, I told her, I said, I have the greatest job in the whole world. I said, I get to travel the world and I get to equip people on knowing how to do healing by the power of Jesus and, and to see the power, you know, come and, and God speak to you and give you words of knowledge, give you understanding for people's lives. Uh, breaking demonic power and and to, for people to experience the reality, tangible presence of God. And I said, it's the greatest job in the world. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, you're one of those faith healers, are you? And she goes, nah. She goes, I don't believe in that. She goes, I'm sure you do some good for somebody somewhere. But she goes, but I don't believe in any of that stuff. She goes, I'm Jewish. She goes, you know, I go to temple periodically, but nah, I don't believe in any of that stuff. She goes, but I'm sure you do some good. And I looked at her and I said, okay. And so I said, well, I tell you what, are you in pain right now? And she goes, excuse me? And I said, are you in pain right now? I said, a matter of fact, I said, in the middle part of your back, do you have degenerating discs right here and you're in pain right now? How would you know that? It just came to me. And it's just trusting that when it comes and just asking. All I can do is say, nope, you're wrong. And okay, move on. So what? Okay. So I said, you have that? She goes, no. She goes, I have bulging discs there. And I said, all right, sometimes I get it wrong, but you're in pain? She said, yeah. And I said, and it's right there? She said, yeah. And so I said, uh, here's the deal. I said, you let me pray for you. Her name was Marcy. I said, Marcy, you let me pray for you right now. Jesus is going to completely heal your back because he wants you to know how much he loves you and cares about you and want a relationship with you. I said, so will you let me pray for your back? And she goes, what do I have to do? And I said, well, just find where the pain hits the most. She goes, well, I arch like that. It really hurts. I said, okay. So whatever pain you feel there, that's 10. She goes, try 13. And I said, well, let's stay with 10. (laughs) And so I said, I'm about to pray. Jesus is going to heal your back. So I prayed. I said, Father, I thank you for healing power. And I thank you for Marcy. By the authority of Christ, I command these bulging discs to stop bulging, pain to go, inflammation go down. Right now, I command this back to be healed so Marcy will know how much Jesus loves her and cares about her and what's relationship with her. And she, and I said, now, Marcy, check your back. And she goes, you don't understand. This has been going on for 18 years. And I said, would you, would you just check? And she arches her back, and she goes. <laughs> and I said, well? And she goes, it's a three. And I said, so it went down from a 10 to a 3. And she goes, yeah. And I said, can I pray again? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and so I prayed again, said the exact same thing again, and it goes to a 0. And I said, give me a number. And she goes, she checks it, and she goes, I think it's a 0. She goes, let me out. And so I was sitting in the aisle. I'm on the side. She goes out, and she puts her palms standing straight. She reaches down, puts her palms flat on the floor. Hmm. And she turned around and looked at everybody sitting in, and we were, I, I'd been upgraded to first class and I was sitting beside her and she turns around and she looks at everybody and everybody, she goes, this man just, just prayed, prayed for, for my back and Jesus, Jesus just my healed back. my back just right now. now. You know, she reminds me, my Jewish mother used to go around, she was the best salesperson for me to pray for all of her unsaved Jewish friends. And she wasn't even a believer. That's what Marcy sounds like. But it gets even better. Marcy gets saved. People on the a plane rededicate their life. Marcy's running up and down the aisle telling people, pray, he'll pray for you. You'll get healed. But I need you to pray for our people right now. Absolutely. I want you to pray the presence of God come on them yes. and they be healed yes. and mobilized right now. Yes. Father, I just thank you for your power and by the authority of Christ. Right now, we just release that manifest presence of Jesus Christ right now just to go to everyone viewing this, everyone right now. 
just for to feel the tingling, the heat, the reality of God's presence. It's there right now in the name of Jesus. Be filled with that. And there's some that don't know. You're just like, I'm not quite sure about this, but you're, but you're feeling it right now. That's Jesus inviting you to a relationship, just like he was inviting Marcy. And he's saying, come and know me right now by the authority of Christ. And some believers who are like, I've never been sure about this, but you're feeling that manifest presence. You're feeling the reality. And he's letting you know he's here, he's real, and he wants to use you to do this. So right now, we just declare that and we just release that by the authority of Christ. Be filled with that right now in Jesus' name. Right now. Matter of fact, the lady's shoulder right now is being healed in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for that by your authority. In Jesus' name, be made whole by the authority of Christ. In Jesus' name. And if you have not made Jesus your Messiah and Lord, now is the acceptable time. Ask him to forgive you of your sins and be your Lord and live inside of you. Do it now, out loud. Believers in Messiah who have never walked in the supernatural before were mentored by Robbie Dawkins. When they prayed for others, they were amazed to see that God used them to perform verifiable miracles, healings, and salvations. Now Robbie wants to mentor you so you can do what Jesus did. Call now and get Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, a real-life field guide to healing the sick and defeating the works of darkness. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9322. I love Robbie Dawkins' package, Do What Jesus Did, because Jesus said, you'll do the same works I have done and even greater. Through Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, you will clearly understand the rewards awaiting you when you take risks and step out in faith. Receive more God-given dreams and visions so you can share them with others to build their faith to believe God for the impossible. Begin to operate in words of knowledge. Be empowered to use God-given power tools to push back the darkness and bring God's light into every situation. Understand how to operate in deliverance to help set people free. Walk step-by-step with Robbie Dawkins as he demonstrates and imparts to you supernatural keys on how to pray effectively for healing and miracles. For people you know and even those who are strangers, learn how your simple acts of faith will become weapons of mass destruction against the kingdom of darkness. It's so cool, too, to see the level of healing that we can operate in when we understand the authority that Christ has given us. These are what I call the power tools that we talk about in the set that's going to enable people to step out and do the things that Jesus did. This anointed teaching will restore your God-given vision, passion, and boldness to be used to demonstrate God's kingdom like never before. And what's so great about these materials is it gives you permission to step out and do things that you don't realize you can do. The reality is none of us realize that we have all that living in us in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's time to awaken the spiritual giant that is within you. It's time for you to do what Jesus did. I can't wait for you to read the book and listen to these four CDs and then immediately Start doing what Jesus did. It's time to beat sickness, suffering, and despair, and to step into your divine destiny and purpose. It's time to do what Jesus did. Now is the set time to get Robbie Dawkins' powerful book and four-part audio CD teaching series, Do What Jesus Did, a real-life field guide to healing the sick and defeating the works of darkness. Yours for a donation of $39. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9322. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's super. 
Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9322 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest got a download from heaven and publicly proclaimed a year before Pope Benedict resigned that he would resign what year and what month. The Vatican wanted to find out how he knew such facts. God told him. Well, now God has given him another download on what is shortly going to happen in the Middle East. Anyone interested? Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide.